On July 5th in 1947, during what was at that point a normal American summer, the landscape of culture and belief was redefined. The Roswell incident came at the heel end of the golden age of sci-fi, but wasn't in the company of fiction, but reinforced by real witnesses, testaments, and an aftermath stemmed in legend. Join your astronomers of the unknown as the Something Perplexing podcast takes a first look at the Roswell incident. I'm Issa. I'm Patty. And I'm Khaled. Hey, guys. <laughs> Roswell. Oh, dude, I like your Darth Vader cup. Pretty you cool. see Darth Vader on it that says, um, mm-hmm. who's, who's your, daddy? your daddy? Who's yeah. your daddy? Yes. Very appropriate. Mm-hmm. I got like Please. one with Yoda on it that says, coffee, this is. <laughs> oh, that's cute. I like that. I have my alien cup. I don't have an alien cup. <laughs> I don't either, actually. So what is this? We're talking about Roswell. Roswell. We're talking about uh, a UFO incident that define UFO incidents, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking 1940s. We're talking around, you know what I mean? Midwest, New Mexico type of deal, right? Yeah. A farmer, a rancher had find like a bunch of skewed objects. So oh, I put I in myself were... in this particular time. I try to get like an idea of what this particular time frame was. Can I help you with that a little bit? Please do. 1947 was the start of the Cold War. So this was early on during the start of the Cold War. And that summer, particularly, there was a lot of uh, news about spaceships and aliens. Uh, it It really started to pick up speed July 4th when things started to be in the news about different alien sightings. I'm going to read you some of the headlines. Flying discs failed to stir air forces. Um, discs soar over New York, now seen aloft in all colors. This is the one about this. President discounts saucer from space. So there was a lot of talk about alien activity during this time. And it also happened to be the beginning, the first year of, of the very long Cold War. I'm telling you, too. Around this time, it was like, it, it was a transition coming to the end of this golden age of sci-fi, which was from 1938 to 1946. So like from 1938, it kind of kick off this whole American interest in aliens and stuff like that. Maybe it was like a wrong, long before, but culturally at that particular point, Wardy Wills. Orson Welles, Glidu was asking about that one. That's when yes. that radio show hit. Dude, mm-hmm. we could do like a whole show just on that one because it was like really, really interesting the way this guy throwed this out, right? And everybody was just completely convinced that this was like a real alien attack taking place. And it was a radio show. So it was like before. So picture like, I guess, your, your main source of information at the at that particular time and it is just running a complete show on the fact that aliens land so dude, yeah dude i'm just thinking about this right now i know the entire story about war of the worlds and you know it was a radio broadcast and they had to apologize because hey sorry about that but what if that shit was actually going down and it's like you know 
something happens today and the government tries to cover it up it's like oh it was just a fake story oh it was just a weather balloon uh you know what if i'm thinking what if what if it actually was going down right you don't know i wasn't alive back then (laughs) or were you in a different body as a different person maybe maybe. so we yeah do we want to dive into reincarnation right now no (laughs) (laughs) but (laughs) <laughs> to give you guys an idea. Big butt. Uh-huh. <laughs> Back to reality. Into reincarnation. <laughs> what did take place in 1947 that had like all these newspapers throwing up this Roswell sighting, right? It was, it, and again, it's 1947, right? So I like the way that the news kind of rules out around this particular time. It's not really they want to take place and all of a sudden everybody know about it like today, right? You you, you take a picture, you set it to the news station. News that happened yeah. today, everybody going to know today, right? Yeah. Anywhere mm-hmm. in the world. This one, and that was kind of cool and interesting to see. This guy find this weather balloon, the guy who had actually find it. What was his name? It was... Uh, WW... Brazel, Brazel, Brazel. Yeah. I guess he goes by the name Mac. Oh, Mac. Oh, Mac. He's a rancher, dude. A rancher in New mining, Mexico. Minding his business, minding his own damn business in Lincoln County, New Mexico, just going about his day. I'm like, I'm wondering if Mac was like missing cows or anything like that. Like, I didn't see anything on that. But, you know what I mean? <sighs> He was like, he could have been missing cows like before. Crap could have been going down. You know what I mean? What if he was a marijuana rancher and he didn't have cows? Is that I'm just, you No, marijuana? no, no. <laughs> just kidding. It's not marijuana. <laughs> ranch marijuana. You gotta be a marijuana <laughs> farmer. You gotta ranch <laughs> cattle. <laughs> okay. But... I was ranching stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I missed debris, and it actually had two sites where it had allegedly fall, right? The, the apparently bad driving alien. This alien could not operate this ship. They had mentioned to this alien, dude, we don't want you driving this ship. And he was like, I'm going to take the wheel. I'm going to take the wheel <laughs> for two seconds, and you guys got to believe in me. Stubborn so, alien. Mm. <laughs> Boom. Alien ship crash, right? <laughs> and Mac find Mac. debris, dude. He described he sure it did. as like a Volkswagen, uh, like a, a small VW bug, which is not that huge uh, uh, alien ship, right? And then <laughs> they send out, the, 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 he eventually, like two days later, get uh, the local university or something well, like that. He doesn't realize what it is for a couple of days, right? Is that the story? That he doesn't right. really think anything of it. And then he's like, oh my God, it's a spaceship, right? Right. Right. Okay. And then he starts. Uh, so Seems he, reasonable. He, wait, yeah. he keeps it for two days to himself? It's a couple, he has it for a couple of days before he, he realizes what it could possibly be. Because 
all the spaceships st starting on July 4th. That's why he doesn't know the exact date that he found it. They're saying that it's either late June, early July. He doesn't remember the exact date because he has it for a couple of days before he is like, oh my God, I probably stumbled upon wreckage of a UFO. And it's because of everything that's going on in the news that they're seeing, oh, there's a sighting here. There's a sighting there. UFO, UFO, UFO. That's why I'm saying... Patricia, it had multiple sightings at the they time. They did. They did. Yeah. All wrong. This was before yeah. he actually finds stuff. Mm -hmm. So, dude, just doing his thing, right? Just ranching, ranching. away, ranching, right? <laughs> and all of a sudden, in the news, multiple sightings in the area that whole month, right? Hundreds, a thousands. That's of a sightings. bit excessive. That's excessive. <laughs> He wasn't at, at that I don't point. Think that, I don't think that's accurate. <laughs> let's say uh, let's say under a hundred, but um, that's a lot. That's a lot, though. I mean, lot. I think five five sightings around the same time is a lot. You know. Hey, so when when did LSD come out? Wow, <laughs> LSD. I a long time ago, but I think well, this at time. This at that point, I think it was only doctors that had LSD, right? Yeah, I think like LSD become like publicly in the mix in the 60s. Oh, okay. Maybe even was... in the 50s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but before... maybe, maybe that's what Mark was, uh, was, was, was wrenching. You know? 1940, 1943, actually. It was actually created. It was synthesized, whatever that means, on November 16th, 1938, but it wasn't until five years later, on April 19th, 1943, that the psychedelic properties were found. Mm -hmm. But that time frame coincides quite nicely with that, Philip. Look at you thinking outside of the box. <laughs> LSD or whatever. Discrediting this rancher's legitimate find. <laughs> I know, saying this poor rancher was doing LSD while well, he's just they, trying to ranch. Synthesizing it. <laughs> ranch. Who knows, man? All conspiracy. I don't know nothing. Oh, but he starts seeing these things. They had like the army eventually come into the come into the area and they found not just spaceships, man. Alien bodies. Boom. Aliens. Mm -hmm. In New Mexico. Flying around. 1947 crashed they find the bodies and they put it out on the newspaper the generals at the time had no protocol at the time saying oh we gotta hide this shit so they was like oh we find an alien ship and then they That's put just... it out on the papers and it was mm -hmm. super real and it was like oh they find look they got An aliens. alien ship they got yeah. aliens we find the aliens it's 1947 what are you gonna do i guess hg wells was right mm-hmm Ooh. I believe in late breaking news. When news comes out, the media just lets it out. And then they're like, wait a minute, maybe we shouldn't have put that up. Let's yeah. kind of redact some information. So the first initial blurb, I kind of like kind of believe in. Yeah. This is this is what the statement said exactly. The many rumors regarding the flying disc became a reality yesterday when the intelligence office of the 509th bomb group of the 8th Air Force Roswell Army Airfield was fortunate enough to gain possession of a disc through the cooperation of one of the local rancher, ranchers and the sheriff's office of Chaves County. Dude. Disc. Hmm. Dude. Discs. Aliens. 
questions. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what happened after the uh, 1947, dude? So before we do that, I want to go through some names. Mac takes his findings to Sheriff George Wilcox. Sheriff Wilcox then hands over the stuff to Colonel William Blanchard, who's the commanding officer of the Roswell Army Airfield. And the guy that does the investigation, because I think this guy's a big part of this, he is named, he's an intelligence officer named Major Jesse Marshall. And he's the one that actually does the investigation and recovers all the materials that are on the site. So in 1978, which is obviously years after this happens. Wait, let me backtrack a little bit. They retract what they said, and they said that it was actually uh, a weather balloon. that, And they put a picture out of this guy, Jesse Marshall, the one that did the investigation, with the pieces. I guess that was supposed to be like, oh, yeah, that's a weather balloon. It's a grainy black and white picture. You can barely see what it is. But they go ahead and they put this out. and they're pretty adamant that that the flying saucer thing is bs that it's a weather balloon and jesse marshall was one of the, the first person in the scene right correct okay sorry he oversees the whole investigation right, right. in 1978 the i know that people that are into ufos know who stanton friedman is. he's a nuclear physicist he's a ufo researcher ufologist and an author he actually interviews Jesse Marshall, who had made that discovery, who recovered the materials, who did everything. And Marshall, at this point, is still adamant that this stuff is not, it was a UFO. That, that's his belief and that the government had asked him to keep quiet. So I think that point in 1978 was a really big point for the government then years later feeling like they had to give a different excuse. They did, and they throw that weather balloon thing. Well, they said that it was in 19, was it 1990? In 1994, the government does come out, and they're like, okay, you caught us. <laughs> it wasn't a weather balloon. Um, and so the Air Force releases a statement that they said that the weather balloon story was obviously fake, and what it actually was was a, like a, device made to spy remember it was the cold war on the russians because they wanted to know they wanted to see how what was going on with the atomic bomb so it was called they actually said it was called project mogul and i'm going to read directly what it says the device a connected string of high altitude balloons equipped with microphones was designed to float over the USSR, detecting sound waves at a stealth distance. These balloons would monitor the Soviet government's attempts at testing their own atomic bomb. That, that, that seems kind of interesting technology yeah. there. I'm like, okay, I can see yeah. a, a, a disc in a balloon spying on Russia. That could be a thing. And I mean, it's a good story in that it explains why they didn't want to say what it was, right? Because I haven't seen it, though. Where's the prototype? Because I've seen the stealth bomber that was kept secret for quite a long time. Yeah. When when did the Cold War finish? When they turned on that one, when was it? In the eighties. Yeah, right. Eighty-nine, maybe. I'm thinking eighties. Eighties, right? Which would also explain why they waited till 1994 to release that information. 
Whoa, okay. So yeah, everything start in the 1945, right? Right at the end of World War II. You know, we got to get into some shit as soon as we finish our war. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was, it went straight up to the 1980s, too. That's pretty I, I much when it had come to end. That's when they turned on the Berlin Wall, right? Yeah. Yeah. 1983. Wasn't it? Uh, it was a, a picture staged, right? It was a staged picture with uh, General Roger Ramey. Anybody know about him? Yes. Okay, go ahead. What do you got? What do you got on that guy? No, yeah, I, he he was the guy <laughs> on. <laughs> he was the guy who had like the pictures in the papers of the uh-huh. apparatus that they found, right? Yes. So it, when, when, when the first thing you when you start researching into it, you're gonna see a guy. You're gonna see him holding stuff, and it's gonna look very. I'm gonna admit, dude, it it doesn't look super alieny. It looked mm-hmm. very, you know, look like a kite. That, yeah, it looked kind of kiteish. It looked very foily. It don't look that doesn't look disc disc shaped to me. It well, look it, shape well it, it was an alien ship that was destroyed because of the bad alien driver, dude. Right. Oh yeah, this apparatus could, could, didn't find like everything. But There's dude, also apparently it, witnesses that say that they saw them taking alien bodies or crash test dummies, flight dummies is what they. Yeah, were, they were saying it was flight dummies. Flight dummies. <laughs> they have a they have an excuse for everything. This freaking government. Like you all are the dummies here, believing our stories, but <laughs> but dude, that guy Remy he had a document. You saw the, the pictures of the document they were trying to decipher. Yeah. And they blew it up, and people are trying to decipher what is on that document because of those like four pictures, three of them the the papers turned backwards. You can't see it, and one of the pictures is turned right side up, and you can read some of it. Mm-hmm. Some of it doesn't make sense until somebody explains it to me. I'm like, oh, okay, but some of the words are iffy. They could mean different things, you know. Like the word, there's a word in there that says victims, victims of the the crash. It could mm-hmm. also be um, um, viewing, or it could, it, the word could be a couple different things because it's kind of hard to read it. And they mention victims taking to Fort Worth or Fort uh, uh, Fort in Texas. Yeah, Fort Worth, Texas. Fort Texas, and it's a it's so interesting how they're able to zoom in and try and decipher that as technology advanced, they're able to read more of it. Huh. And they're saying something about taking the bodies by a B-29 or a C-47 airplane. What is... Oh, those are airplanes. Okay. Yeah. B-29. I forgot what ST stands for. Or C-47. Right. I have the report, dude. Check out the report. And they have like an index. What was the term that you was trying to figure out? ST. ST means... Let me tell you, tell you, I can't find it. 
But I find like SI, that means scheduled international. And then SD not, is scheduled domestic. We're not getting any um, intelligence jobs anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> the officers are listening to us and like, ha, ha, ha. we're good, these, guys. We're good. These silly Americans. <laughs> Let me, let me figure this out. But to like jump on what Patty was saying, right? Let me let me um, read this top secret UFO document that I find conveniently on Google. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a report of Air Force research regarding the Air uh, Roswell incident, right? July 1994. And like a little summary here. Basically, let me see if I could like quick, quick on it. The Roswell incident refers to an event that supposedly happened in 1947, wherein the army forces allegedly recovered remains of a crashed flying. Allegedly. He already start, you already start throwing in the doubt. He already said supposedly and allegedly. And allegedly, you know where this reporter going, Matt. You'll believe what you're saying, buddy. I don't think you're a reporter. You already have your, your disposition in mind. In February 1994, the General Accounting Office, right, the GAO, acting on the request of a New Mexico congressman, initiated an audit attempt to locate records of such an incident and to determine if records regarding it were properly handled. And this part was like weird, interesting, right? So Although the GAO, GAO efforts was to look at a number of government agencies, the apparent focus was on the U.S. Air Forces. Um, basically what they were saying. <laughs> the GAO in this matter initiated a systematic search of current Air Force officers, as well as numerous archives and record centers that might help explain this matter. And research revealed that the Roswell incident and this one throwing me off the roswell incident was not even considered a ufo in event until the 1978-1980 time frame prior to that the incident was dismissed because the aaf originally identified the, the debris recovered as being that of a weather balloon Sub subsequently various authors wrote a number of books claiming that not only was the debris an alien spacecraft recovered, but also the bodies of the craft's alien occupants. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it just so, evolved from there. So during that time, when you're saying that it wasn't even considered till that time, during the late 70s, early 80s, there was a lot of films made about outer space and aliens and stuff, like the original Star Wars and Encounters, Encounters of the first kind. Uh, no, oh, Encounters of the two kind. Oh, man. Yeah. So great. So I think that kind of made people more interested in that stuff. And I think that's why people started looking back at incidents in history being like, could that have been in? So it kind of sparked interest again in, in Roswell. Because I think it was pretty dormant for a while, you know? I think it's like so crazy, dude. Like... It have now reports and it have, so it had reports in the 1940s. We know that it had like all these yeah. sightings, right? We know that they, they put out an initial release saying that, you know, we find an alien ship, it have aliens, right? And then a couple of days later, my bad, it was an air balloon. Just kidding. Just mm -hmm. kidding. 
all right? And then 50 years later, all right, well, 30 years later in the 70s, all of a sudden it started to gain back interest. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And in 1994, they finally come out. Well, they come out and they say that it was a spying device. I don't know. I feel like it's just like a better way to cover it up. I feel like the interest was coming back super strong. I I, I think you're wrong. I think you're wrong. (laughs) I think it discredits them to now come out with a different story. So I think that actually created more doubt by them saying this second story, which to me actually sounds like it could be accurate. It makes sense in my head why they would do that, right? Um, and why they would hide it. But I actually think that it makes them look like they they keep changing their story. And it actually makes people doubt it even more. If that makes sense. What no, I'm no, saying. I, I, no, I, I feel what you're saying. <laughs> I feel what you're saying. But think about this guy. Think about this guy that Khalid just uh, sent this article. And the headline is, my father saw the bodies chasing the truth about Roswell. Boom. You sent us that. Did I, no, dude, you sent me this. And when I read it, I was like, holy crap. And this was yeah. um, 22 of July, 2021. Right? And it was mm-hmm. about that same general guy, right? Walter Hout and mm-hmm. Colonel William Blanchard. Or Blanchard. Mm-hmm. Right, and his daughter, basically the person that had uh, one of these generals, Hout's daughter, was saying that you know he was like a close friend to the general. He didn't want to reveal anything when he was alive, and then he he in his mind he says, "It's cool if I do it like this when I die because I promised this guy, and he's like a father figure to me. So if I die, mm-hmm. I'm gonna write stuff down and see what really happened." When I die, you could release the information. And that's how he played it out with the daughter. And basically, when he died, the information that was released was that he find the aliens, and he find the four alien bodies, and it was an alien spaceship. And they used the alien spaceship to develop the microwave. Oven? Boom. Microwaves. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> I don't know what microwaves come up, with, but okay. 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 But dudes, thank you, aliens. Thing. Yeah, thank you, aliens. I like my popcorn now. Thank you for your contribution to my stomach. Oh, <laughs> dudes, goodness. dudes. But I, I just found out what ST stands for. Street special. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn Patty, damn Patty. Good one. That that makes sense. <laughs> they gotta go to that street and check it out. No, really. What does it stand for? I'm sorry. Uh, B29 Street is B29 Special Transport. But I tried looking for special transport oh. and I couldn't find it. But I did find a B29 SF, a super fortress. So, why, oh. what would you, why would you need to transport the, the victims uh, in one of these machines? If it's a weather balloon, why would you need to transport it to the, the Texas in one of these big ass planes? What are you putting in that plane? Why is that in his report in his hand? I'm gonna check out and see what the C other other C document C. You're so is. smart, Khalid. What are you, what are you transporting? Not, look what at are you, that. What are you it's, in that big old it's plane? a very big plane for everybody that can't see us. A B29 <laughs> Super Fortress. That sounds big. 
the 1940s, that was, that was it. That was the, the head ship. That was a You're big using that ship. ship, you're dealing with aliens or something Dude, serious. Because that document is so hard to read. ST could be SF, really, if mm-hmm. you're trying to, you know, you miss a little line. So I'm thinking, I'm going to look up the other ship and see what that is. What did while you're doing that, you know yes. that they ask all the presidents about Roswell. And so they have to like, each president kind of is like trained on what to say. And so they would ask Bill Clinton and they would ask Obama and Obama would typically like make jokes about it. And then they asked Donald Trump in 2020 when he was still president <laughs> about Roswell. <laughs> And I have to look for the direct quote. I mean, it's very, very short. That show is super awesome. Uh, <sighs> but just like in his way, it, it's so, when I saw it, I honestly, I laughed. I was like, of course he would say that. He pretty much said. They're wonderful people. I look for the, yeah, there's wonderful, there's <laughs> wonderful he's, people he's, on both sides. <laughs> He, he was his son was interviewing him for that thing right for that for interview this hmm. i'm not really sure who is uh yes his son was yes you're person. right you're right you're right yeah. it was a father's day thing <laughs> he like, said this is the quote i won't talk to you about what i know about it but it's very interesting yeah he don't know nothing <laughs> not, not, not the most donald trump thing to say yeah. like i'm not going to talk to you about it but i absolutely know everything yeah i know things <laughs> i know super, super confidential things I feel like, like when it's... they asked him his favorite bible um what is it called your bible what are those scripture Plan- scripture yeah when they asked him his favorite bible scripture he was like it's personal um, <laughs> oh the the personal wow the psalm or well something you call it <laughs> dude <laughs> that's hilarious I, I feel like it's one of those um What's the movie with um, uh, uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air and the the Jurassic Park guy? <laughs> Independence Day. Independence, Independence Day. Day. Independence yeah. Day. Yeah. The president. I'm sorry. Is Will Smith in Men in Black? Yes, he is. Yes. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yes. Alien movies. <laughs> There's a thing there, but um, yeah, the president didn't know anything about this underground bunker in Roswell, or whatever, right? And he. And he need to know basis so the president's don't really know nothing but look a c-47 is a it's called a sky train also it's a train basically a sky train it's also very big it's a very big plane you're transporting what in that a weather balloon uh-uh weather balloon but if you look up if you look up project mogul and you google image that it is a very big thing it's Mm -hmm. not little it's not like a little balloon it's pretty huge which makes me think, like, how would Russia not notice this monstrous thing floating above them and be like, what the hell is this, silly Americans? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's pretty big, yeah. And if it crashed over our country, what the heck is it doing over our country if, they're, if it crashed here? Are they spying on us? Pause. We <laughs> all know cows. if there's one thing consistent about aliens, they have a deep, deep passion for cows. And where take place and who find this particular alien ship? A rancher, ranching cows. Hey, dudes. Boom. Yeah. Boom. Study that. And I just want to talk about, since you mentioned it, the government. And the government, oh. not just, let me just throw this oh. out there. 
Rogan. We got Seth Rogen. <laughs> Seth Rogen. Not Seth Rogen. Joe What's his Rogan. name? Joe Rogan. <laughs> I would prefer Seth Rogen, to be fair. <laughs> Old Joe Rogan. But uh-huh. I just seen this alien thing, right? And the government thing. It kind of show it have like layers of like it have a power structure that going on right now in the world and we could touch on it more when we're talking about like secret societies and stuff like that but i do believe that it like popularly pushed out that the president is the most powerful person in the country and i think that's in the world right and i think that's true because he control the most powerful army right and he basically gonna give the go with the people with the most guns. And that's the, that's a big bottom line, dude. You control the people with the most guns, and that's a big deal. But it have information there, and it have super powerful information that I think being kept on different levels and different organizations, and it not shared sometimes with the president. I think some, yeah. I think some presidents sure. had the information and I think it have like other times not so much and I think it have these organizations that exist that have information that more powerful than the information than the president might have or that the government might have and it's a whole different organization you know how busy you are being the president you have to play golf gotta do things you gotta do things like that you just can't be up to date on every single thing that's ever happened in the U.S. that you could possibly it would be impossible you could dude, dude the, the, yeah. the, the new series that we watched recently um american horror stories with the aliens Marilyn mm-hmm. monroe was in there right oh, dude mm-hmm. i missed that there is an article in um uta libraries oh i read this Institute. all right there's a section in there mm-hmm. talk, talking about Marilyn monroe mm-hmm. that one so yes. it said they were interviewing Marilyn Monroe's friend back in the 1990s. Uh-huh. And it says, when a close friend of Marilyn Monroe was being interviewed in the late 1990s, she was answering questions about her knowledge of Marilyn Monroe's relationship with the Kennedys, and specifically Bobby Kennedy in this case. But when she stopped her narrative and blurted out of context, and did you know that Marilyn said that Bobby told her that the government recovered an alien spaceship? Can you believe that? I don't know what her voice was like, but you know, why would you just all of a sudden blurt that out, old lady? You know, la, 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 he said, she said, oh, a lot of he said, she said, but that, but I believe but, that scene. But but oh. she was talking about like some some relationships they were having with the Kennedy brothers and Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. But then yeah. Bobby blurted something out to her, and that's why she died. That's why they killed her because she knew that's too why they much. Her. She knew too much, according to you know American Horror Stories. Did she overdose? I mean, I don't know. That there, she she did. Uh, she I did, think she, she did, did. But the, there's a lot of theories that they had her killed. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. Kennedys. She knew too much. She knew too much. Who is she, she married talk, to when she died? It was like this baseball player, right? Joe DiMaggio. She yeah, was with Joe DiMaggio. She was with Arthur Miller. Uh, was she married <laughs> to the Joe DiMaggio when she died, though? Dude, I think so, and I think because they were DiMaggio. separated. Yeah. Dude, I think that guy visit her, like I'd read something. Her, so her graveyard. Yeah. yeah. Visit her grave like every day for like yeah. 20, 30 years after yeah. she died. And I was like, There's a very that. good uh, series mm. about her on CNN right now. Mm. Oh, for real. Yeah, she get that alien information though. 
before we dive too deep into the nature of Marilyn Monroe, mm-hmm. one thing she get that alien information, and now she no longer with us, dude. Nope. Cool. We think about that, uh, Patricia. We think about the fact that Marilyn Monroe friend had hear Marilyn Monroe <laughs> say that Bobby tell Marilyn Monroe that aliens. So you know I'm a, you know I'm a skeptic, but if there's any story that I lean towards believing, it's that it's the Roswell one, mm. like mm. the the uh, the alien craft being found and all that. If there's any particular story that I really think yes, it could be, is this one. You know, it's super weird, super interesting for me. Like mm-hmm. looking at these things that happen, and uh, like, and this is throughout like a lot of things that we would look into but just this idea uh and this is a whole this is a psychological thing right but the idea Mm -hmm. how a story could happen and 50 years later it had so much like inputs into the story that you know the history and the perception it just get redefined over the years it went from Mm -hmm. like real to completely denied to more information where it have like more belief and it just it like had this weird roller coaster in terms of perception and now we in 2022 last year they released all this alien did you guys see anything on the 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 information that the government had released in terms of alien yeah in terms of like all the alien information oh in 2020 yeah yeah did it have like anything on Roswell there? I didn't see anything on Roswell, but but I, I you know I, I if they're so. actually seeing footage and they see things today, who it must have been back then also. The people have been seeing things for who knows how many years before this. So it's here now. It must have been here back then also. Those those ships, those flying where the balloon saucer things. <laughs> Ancient aliens, buddy. I mean, it turned into like a money-making juggernaut right now, but ancient aliens start and the whole series kind of like was was born out of the idea, the cave drawings and some of these old prehistoric drawings and even like Egyptian hieroglyphs looking specific, looking like alien ships. And you know what I mean? Having that idea or that belief that these old civilizations had contact with aliens so the 1947 the 40s dude it was like flying around like crazy like just doing their thing i think you can see them more too back then you're talking about like just the fact that the sky would it be like like that type of deal like yeah less like high rises and yeah yeah man what was the uh remember we had do this other alien topic what was the name of it dude and it was like it was this awesome alien topic the army base one right the one that was found in army base area 51 no it was in area 51 it was in england correct am i right i'm gonna check our instagram account which all the yeah, I'm looking, dude. Don't worry. Out, Don't worry. Check I'm out our Instagram account, the Rendlesham Forest. Rendlesham. Yeah. yeah, 
and I was just like some aliens doing their thing, you know what I mean? Flying around the place in England, just saying hi, seeing generals and shit. Did they crash too, or just a sighting? They didn't crash. There was a sighting. Remember that the lights were flickering yeah, and the animals yeah. were acting weird. What's up with aliens and like? Well, this one. Never mind. I retract that statement. <laughs> aliens and what do like bright? I was gonna lights. say like army bases and stuff, but this one, to be fair, didn't end up on an army base. They took it to the to the base. They they did take it to that base, right? But in that area in New Mexico, when you check that area out. It is like a little army area. They have like about five or six bases like all over. Well, remember, we also talked about the Dulce base in New Mexico. Oh, the underground. Yeah, right. The underground base. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Aliens what's love going, army. What's bases. going on in New Mexico? If you're from New Mexico and you're listening, message us. We want to we want to bring you on and talk to you about what's going I'm, on in new mexico i was there for two like uh about a week in new mexico and oh. i got to i got to drive onto the the base i had a friend who was working on the base so I dropped her off there or whatever and i get to drive through and there's so many bases all over that place in new mexico like up on a ridge there's all these because we live in florida it's flat so when i see a hill i'm like what's up there and you look up there's a <laughs> tower there's like do not enter here don't look at me you know army base you know if you look suspicious they'll they'll pull you over i guess i don't know but it was it's a lot of army bases in that area up on the i forgot what they call it the, the plateaus or the the hills not flatland but very interesting did you pass through roswell did you actually I see don't roswell i think i did don't know I, I don't think I did. you you would know yeah no i don't think so you wouldn't know I if was, you passed was, through Roswell. Was, what part of New Mexico was I in? Let me find out. I would love to go to New Mexico. It was nice. Yeah, it's it like a beautiful out, spot, dude. Dude, I went to check out waterfalls and stuff, and just just ch- climbing mountains and just checking, checking, checking shit out. Checking some shit out. <laughs> but in terms of like, um, in terms of like New Mexico, and like I don't know if it's the case because I never went there, but just from like us talking about like Nessie and stuff like that last week, Patricia, did the people of Roswell, New Mexico, capitalize on this particular idea of aliens landing not, in any particular no. way <laughs> to yeah. tourism in the town? I wouldn't say as much. I couldn't really find reports, right? But I wouldn't say as much as they did in Scotland with Nessie. I will say that. I don't know that there's a lot going on in Roswell. So they definitely, everything is, if you look at pictures, everything is, has a hint of UFO alien stuff. There's a UFO museum. I think it costs something like $5 to get into. You guys should look at the pictures of that. But besides that, I also read that the street signs yeah like that kind of stuff that the street signs have like a i i wasn't able to find them but that they're also kind of play into the ufo thing there's a it's like i guess it's made it's like a structure when you enter the town that is like a ufo and a family and it's like a big structure um and then the businesses seem to really be on board with the alien stuff too so a lot of businesses will have like little alien things on their windows and signs and stuff like that so it's uh yeah Actually, i i can't uh, i have no idea and i can't like like perceive how it affect 
the actual cultural landscape after the 40s up to the 70s but i feel like it had like it's a massive cultural thing like the whole roswell thing um the whole series you guys ever watch like just some pop culture things that come out uh, that roswell series they just redo it I wanted to get my girl on because I remember us watching this shit in the early 2000s. You, you know they, re, they redid it, right? Yeah, yeah, I had to redo yeah. it, man. I think it's still going strong. I tried to watch the remake. I couldn't get into it, but I think it's still going. Talking about Seth Rogen. Dude. Do you guys know the Seth Rogen movie? That Which one? Do Which one? When he was playing the alien? No. Yes, that is a, that, he's the Roswell alien, dude, in that movie. Seth Rogen. I didn't know. Yes. Wait, you're going to make me look for this. Seth Rogen alien movie. And it was hilarious. Paul. That's the name of the movie, Paul. Paul. Okay. I didn't know. I haven't seen Paul. I saw pizza piece parts of it. Hey, look. I can only see Paul's face. Not yours anymore. (laughs) Yes. Oh, that looks so funny. (laughs) Paul. Paul, the story behind Paul, like a kind of sub story, is the fact that Paul was one of the aliens that they found in Roswell. And he was sitting, chilling out in a US Army base for years, having meetings with Spielberg, giving him advice on uh, uh, encounters of the third kind, giving him movie advice on alien stuff talking to to directors and producers to give them information on how the aliens really work telepath mm-hmm. telepathic stuff working with the ceos of ge to get that you know microwave technology going thank you i just saying it had like a so you think that's dude. what that's what that's the point the purpose of the aliens was to get that microwave technology going i just say it had it like happening. plenty technology upgrades between the 40s and the 70s like a massive blast in 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 technolo- uh, technological advances boom okay. boom. Aliens. boom boom dudes i i wasn't in um in roswell i was in white rock santa fe and albuquerque yeah no you weren't in roswell you would no. have known you definitely would have known. known there's a question that somebody asked on TripAdvisor, and the question was like oh i'm in albuquerque i think should i make should i like have a day trip is it worth to take a day trip to roswell and all the responses said no it is not <laughs> stay in albuquerque so i guess unless you're really into the ufo stuff like it's probably not a place where you would go did you try the food in New Mexico, is it like awesome, dude? Eh, it's okay. I feel like it's like Tex Max. Is it Tex Max? There's, there's no po- Pollo Tropical. It was, it was terrible. <laughs> like, where's the Pollo? It's very right here, sir. Such a refined Here's palate. Some beef. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You, you guys want to hear like a quick summary on um, the GAO, the General Accounting Office? And this is like some of the things that they found in 1947, that army, in 1947, army regulations required that air accident reports be maintained permanently. And although none of the military services filed a report on the Roswell incident, there was no requirement in 1947 to prepare a report on the weather balloon crash. But yet they have all this weather balloon information going down. 
And then in 1947, the Air Force reported, report noted the recovery of a flying disc that was later determined by military officials to be a radar tracking balloon. And then that radar tracking balloon turned into that whole secret aircraft. Project Mogul. Yeah. Project, Project Mogul. Yeah. I think that the government had to redefine the public perception of this alien discovery by the 90s because everything was worn out in terms of perception and everything is just about controlling people's perception. So that is why they had to like change things by the, um, by the 90s. Because everybody was basically at that point, it have no way this the government could have possibly think this was an air balloon. It was a spaceship, like a VW bug with little tiny childlike aliens. It was just driving around doing it. You make it sound so cute. <laughs> but you, you, when you read, you guys see the description of the aliens though? They were childlike greys. So they had like... Yeah, I read they were greys, but I didn't know anything about the size. Yeah, so like, I guess four or five feet, right? Little tiny aliens. Greys. Greys. Sounds so A greys. <laughs> White. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could have like a bad. You think they're like pissed off about that? The aliens, aliens yeah, like super pissed off about us calling them greys. Probably think that, that's that's politically incorrect. We're gonna cancel. That's Earth. racist. We're gonna cancel you, Earth. <laughs> the humans, the humans are canceled. We're gonna cancel you. You guys are not sensitive. You're canceled. Colin, with some final thoughts you have on the whole uh, Roswell thing. Like, I think, just tell you straight, I think it got some some reality in this. I don't know. I think this one, I think they find something. And I tell you, I feel like it has so much information on it. And it's like the opposite, uh, uh, like, how Patty seeing it but like i i think the the overload of information is an attempt to control the narrative you know i think that's what's going on i think it had like something that had like these four crazy aliens that was just flying around i just what turned me off is like (laughs) how the aliens managed to crash you it seemed like the aliens deal i got a story i'm like maybe Maybe this alien ship was like stranded in our atmosphere and then another ship came in to tow it in, right? It's like, hey, we're going to tow you guys back. Just, you know, hang out. I got and in the process of towing, they lost the tow hitch and the ship crashed and then done, you know. Tow alien hitch. Crash. It's like, yeah. ah, crap. Tow hitch, I got you. Yeah, yeah. that could, could be it. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I haven't saying. seen any crashes recently, so you know. Or they ever. seem to be like solid drivers, and they seem like the technology would not like you know facilitate mm-hmm. random crashing. And mm-hmm. that's the weird thing about this one. Like all the other, all the other stuff that we look into, seemed like they was kind of like just having a crazy time or doing something particularly random. But this is like 
this particular Roswell deal seemed completely unplanned by the aliens. It's all like it catch the aliens off guard. Dude, Think about it. Did, did I mention something about um, microwaves before and Hershey bar? How they discovered a microwave worked? The workings of a microwave. What the, the, it was the World War II. They were trying to figure something out how to do something. I forget what that something is. But in the process of doing that, somebody left their Hershey's bar next to this item and it melted the Hershey bar and they were trying to figure out why did that Hershey bar melt? And that's how they discovered the microwave aliens. I don't know. Hmm. You know about, you, you know, like a lot of the technology during World War II, right? That like um, Hitler and all his like minions and shit like that was super, super into alien technology and trying mm -hmm. to find hidden alien technology. And it was like apparently super into like occult, occult beliefs and shit like that contributing to technology. That's where the whole um, Raiders of the Lost Ark and stuff had come out from that whole idea that the, the Nazis was deeply into, you know, things like the arc as a weapon and things like, you know, alien technology being utilized in, in weaponry to help them take mm -hmm. over the world. It was like a thing, apparently. I need to rewatch that movie. <clears throat> Oh my gosh, that is time well spent. That show is a really show. okay. Indiana Jones. I mean, I yeah. do I even like okay. the, the weird random one with the aliens that he had last. This Crystal Skull one. <laughs> I'll watch that one, dude. Oh, I heard that one was terrible. I'll I'll, I'll rewatch that one. I remember it had like scenes in it when I watched it. It didn't seem in line with <laughs> Indiana Jones, dude. I love that dude. What's his name? Harrison Ford? Um, no, 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 I love Harrison Ford. Ford. But the guy who is kind of like Harrison Ford kid in the show, spoilers. Oh, um, kick. Yeah, and he Good like name. he like big in 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 the culture right now. Shia, Shia LaBeouf. Oh, Shia LaBeouf. oh, oh and that that new one. There's yeah. a TV series. There's a TV series called The Young Indiana Jones. It's on Paramount Plus. Oh really, dude? I remember that. Oh, that's an old series, man. That was back in. Oh, the it day. is an old series. Yeah, that's like a nineties deal. I sure. I don't oh. know if it's nineties, but yeah, yeah, that's you like might. An old you, deal. you might be right. Yeah, but Shia LaBeouf. It had a scene, oh, and he was like, thing. "Yeah, it's like a whole deal." It had a scene in Crystal Skull when Shia LaBeouf was like swinging from tree to tree on snakes, and he was like. What? Yeah, he was like, he had like make a uh, on the spot kind of kind of deal with a bunch of monkeys, and he was like swinging with the monkeys and trees and stuff like that. It was Are like you talking really about really George cool. the Jungle. I talking about this sense. shit looked just like George the Jungle, dude. It was so <laughs> weird. It took me out to the movie for two seconds. I was like, "What is happening right now?" Are you like saying, <laughs> "We're like, you hey, know? this isn't realistic." <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. You know, it is to walk into a movie that you have like nothing but love for, and all you want to do is love it, and then you see something that just throw you off because it's so stupid that it kind of like overwhelmed the love. <laughs> It's like, dude, all I want to do is love you. Why you want to do something this level of stupid, man? I need to walk away from this movie for a minute. I already blinded by love for you. 
right? And then you do something so stupid that you're killing that blind and all I want to do is be blind and love. Mm. Blind in love. Yeah. Mm. I just want to be super stupid in love with everything about Indiana Jones. And then you throw that piece in. I'm so him. sorry. So sorry you had to go through that. It sounds dude, really traumatic. It's traumatic, dude. And it's like, God damn. It's and I still love it. It's still great. Because I let it slide. Because it's blind love. You should definitely bring that up in your next therapy session. <laughs> Yeah, I think it leads to a lot of uh, problems after the fact. Was your closing thoughts on uh, Roswell, Patricia? I think it's a possibility that it was an alien um, spaceship that crashed. Yeah, the the why did it crash? I don't I don't know. That sounds a little weird, but I think it could be true. Am I 100% sold on it? No, but I'm never 100% sold on anything. So there's that. Mm, I can feel that. Apparently in Roswell, they also have a flying um, saucer-inspired McDonald's. Oh, nice. I want to go that, and, uh, dude, and to just let people know how obsessed we are. And we're thinking about doing an episode on strange random things that people sell on eBay and the chicken nuggets right now. I couldn't eat it the same way because people selling <laughs> weird shaped chicken nuggets for like a hundred grand, dude. Yeah, they are. You're worried about eating it now and losing money. I worried about losing that money on the chicken nuggets, dude. Mm-hmm. Especially after like the messy episode and we still have that Cheeto right now. And we still, we still have that Cheeto. Dude. I also have for sale. Could be yours. Up, we got to set up this account and uh, put some stuff up there. And, and I think I can get my hands on some fairy dust. Just saying, put that on there. Mm. Yeah, because they also have somebody else right now selling a ghost in a jar. Oh. I think it was like 50 grand or something like that. But the ghost is in that jar. And yeah, it looked like air come across like air. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Can the ghost not go through glass? Is that what we're attempting mm-hmm. to say? It can go through walls, but not glass. No, no. <laughs> not glass, friend. Dude, okay. not glass. The, the best one I saw on that list you sent us, uh, uh, the autographed air guitar. <laughs> no, I didn't read everything. I just sent it to you. Are you messing with me? No, I can't even. Like, wow. <laughs> Somebody selling an autographed air guitar? Yep. People, people are so brave. And their stupidity. I want to see the truth on the Roswell files. That's what I want to see for sale. I'll send you I'll my invisible it. files on Roswell. Thank you. You're welcome. Got Did those? you discover uh, Travis Walton for the first time researching um, Roswell? How did I do that? I think there was a link to it in another article, a link to his. It said something, I forgot what article I was reading, and it said something of one of the most famous uh, alien UFO things that have happened. And then it had like a link to others. And I think that came up and I had never heard of it. So, dude, he's the goat. Goat. In terms of UFO witnesses, man. Um, the movie was what called? Called what? Fire in the Sky? Fire in the Sky. Yeah, that was. Oh, it. I've never seen that. It was great. Like just yeah, like, like just like as a normal movie, it was awesome, man. Yeah, DB Sweeney, Robert Patrick, the Terminator. 
Wait, I think I have seen fire in the sky. Ooh, I remember when I was a kid, but I remember the the movie thing. He looks like a special dude, you know. Which one, Robert Patrick or um... Travis Walton? I'm talking about old Joe Rogan. Like he do a three-hour interview with that dude, man. With real. Travis Walton? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's somewhere I'd, there. I'll hear that. Yeah, and he sound he sound like so legit, man. Like he sound like some he I'm pretty sure he probably gets some money going with the whole thing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But that's like a whole podcast by itself. That dude was super interesting in terms of like delegitimacy and he had the, the the start of the lost time idea and they they basically abduct him for a second and for a couple like, of days yeah, yeah like three days and then he just find himself in a whole different location like three days mm-hmm. after like hundreds mm-hmm. of miles away imagine that guys you know you're living your life everything's fine you're on earth nothing else is out there in the world and mm-hmm. then you get abducted or like the guy who was told to keep this thing a secret, uh, the Roswell crash for all these years. Jesse Marshall, yeah. Secret, his point of view on the entire universe changes. There's other life forms out there, but he can't say nothing. What does that do to a person? You know, he's like, you know, it changes your entire view of everything. I want to get there. I want to see something like that. Get my, <laughs> my, my mind expanded. It's like, oh, look, proof. I feel like it have I feel like it have I like more convinced than than anything about it having aliens. You know, I'm more convinced than not convinced that it have alien life that exists somewhere in the universe, you know. I agree with that. I, th- I could imagine how impactful it would be for somebody who had like zero belief to see something like that for the first yeah. time. That shit was probably like mind blowing. Like Travis Walton, he was like a sci fi writer before the fact. He and his brothers was deep into the whole law. And that's when he thinks that they, they, they kind of draw there about it. But he was like hmm. deep into sci fi before this whole thing went down. Hmm. We're going to uh, have to do an episode on good old Trav. Yeah, good old Travis Walton. And like, and that's what threw me off with the. With the whole idea of Roswell too. That's one of the things that had like any kind of shiver doubt. It was the time, right? And the whole I tell you, it was like the this this massive rush uh sci-fi stuff in the culture, you know, around that particular time. And that is what kind of like mm-hmm. how much of that perception yeah. skewed into yeah. being about aliens. How deep did that Roswell press want to try to get something to just tantalize folks? Because, Khalid, you say, and this is something you mentioned at the start, um, we'll, we'll try to close it off, but well, you saying like the person who reported first, that first blurb is usually the truth. And I don't know about that, dude. I don't. Yeah, I, yeah like it, it's, it's what they see right off the bat. You know, it's like, hey, a disc. We see something, something's going on. Yeah, it's a first impression. Like, and I think if anything, 20, the, you know, recent years maybe. have taught us is that the, the first impression is not always what we think it is, you know? But in yeah. modern news, when with video cameras out there in the news media, when they're taping something, it's late breaking. This is happening right now. 
But then too, and and like I feel like it's I've seen with I've but seen it doesn't, actually change doesn't the storyline. Uh, I've seen it already. Yeah, we, I won't mention those stories, but you can you you can find stories oh. something like that. Hmm. Yeah, I want to hear about those stories. Lena, but what yeah. I'm saying is, like, it does have. Uh, I, I think like journalism is such a a, a serious art right and i see that even it's like a profession man to be like a real journalist and like it it turned into something about pushing out product quick right not right but quick and i i think it's i think it's irresponsible the way that some news like just the minute something comes out without knowing the whole story i'd rather wait a day for something knowing it's going to be right then have it in five seconds and then have it changed around and be wrong and whatever it's a different conversation for a different day <laughs> Colin, will you really think about roswell dude do you think it's like real you think it's like 100 110 percent real yeah man something happened down there something went down something went down in roswell and the people know the truth <laughs> no people know the truth man people know the truth we know it i wonder if this rancher mac brazel is still alive 1940s and you're thinking there's like a a a guy in his 2030s at that particular time that's like 80 years back oh then never mind he could be an lsd (laughs) and you know it it was pretty good for his youth and his health yeah that's a good a good point Khalid never <laughs> underestimate that's how we're going to end it today folks never <laughs> underestimate the power of LSD never bye 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 <laughs> <laughs>